Welcome to the Awake Podcast. I'm Noelle Yates, and if you've been following along, then you know that I just returned from Thailand again, where I love being a part of some incredible work that offers freedom to girls who are trapped in the sex industry. And in fact, while I was there this time on the ground, we launched a campaign called Hello Freedom. And you can learn more about that at hellofreedom.worldhelp.net. But we're trying to offer 260 girls a night of freedom, a chance to be introduced to freedom, offer them a second chance and a different way of life. And you're going to hear more about that in just a minute. But one of my favorite parts of going to Thailand are my conversations with our partner because at, at World Help, our model is to partner with people on the ground. We don't go around the world setting up World Help offices. No, we, we find people who are already doing a good work and just need the resources to continue, the resources to do more. So one of my favorite parts is always meeting with our partners, learning from them, and hearing our, their stories. Um, our partner in Thailand is an amazing 71 year old woman, you heard me right, 71 years old, who is still working hard every day and passionate about setting these women free. She's taught me so much and is one of my heroes. And what you're going to hear next is my actual conversation with her on this last trip. We had this conversation literally in the van as we drove from Bangkok to Patia, which is where we've just funded a new home to help even more girls. And as I was thinking about it, in some ways, this recording on the road was a bit symbolic for me because I feel like the past two years, I've been on a journey of some sort. And I really want more than anything to take you along that on that journey too, to take you along for the ride. So as you listen to this, you're going to hear the driving and the road noise and the vibrations from the van, but you're also going to hear the passion in her voice, the heartbreak that comes from the years and and day after day of doing this work, and also the challenge that she has for us all. This, This is really the next best thing to you being right there with me on the ground and I hope you learn as much as I did. So maybe start at the beginning and tell me a little bit about um, why you started the annual party. Okay. Um, there, there are so many girls, and it's very difficult to make connections with them. So many bars, so many places to be, so many places to visit. Um, and relationships are are key to what we do and so to build those relationships was was difficult on a weekly basis Um, so we wanted a place where the girls could feel safe and get to know beginnings in some tangible way and um, we also wanted to um, be able to connect with them uh, at the table settings. There, there we have staff or team members um, at the tables with them. They go back and visit the girls in the bars. We have 28 team members, so the next day or two they they get connected. Um, that's 
more than we can do with only two at a time. Right. So it it gives us an opportunity to connect with a whole bunch more girls than we could individually. Yeah. And See. also it's an evangelistic piece too. Right. Um, right. We've got a fabulous event, Thai evangelist who is from Isan also, who mm. just holds them in the palm of his hand for two or three hours talking about Jesus and certainly isn't in their heart. 
when they're young, but um, the cultural expectation that the, especially the oldest daughter, but all the daughters, um, will support and be the financial provider for their family um, is a is felt by some as an enormous responsibility, and um, they they take that on and put it on their shoulders and whatever it takes for them to do that, they're going to do it and do it well. Not good enough to just get by. If they can make their life a little bit easier for their children or for their mother, um, then they're going to work that a little bit harder. Um, And they can make more money on their back, unfortunately, than they can in a factory.
want to love you here. No, no. Um, so you just have to bite the bullet and yeah. do what you've got to do to love these girls. One of my friends messaged me on uh, a post, something I posted in yesterday, and said, um, thanks for going to the dark places. If Jesus were here today, that's where he'd be. And I think that's how you have to look at it. Would, you do. would Jesus be offended to go yeah, into those yeah, bars? Right. Would, would he set a, a limit on what he would do to reach those girls? And the other thing I always go back to that you said that I repeat all the time is God didn't call us to do anything but love. Just get over yourself and go do it. And sometimes I think we're offended because we're uncomfortable. It, 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 just the thought of going into the bar and, and paying that bar fine, it just makes us feel uncomfortable. And if we could get over that part and just be practical about it, it makes a whole lot more sense. It does. And he doesn't call us to anything else. He just calls us to love. What's the greatest commandment?
16 of, of her girls. And it wasn't long after that that she actually quit work and told us, no, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this. I, I, I know there's a different way. We don't know what all that means. We know that she'd raised her hand for prayer. We know that she picked up a New Testament. I, I think So 
I, she said, and you know my brother, and, and I didn't know her brother, I remember talking about him, but she, he said, um, he knows Jesus now too, and I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How many people is this? <laughs> exactly. She counted them off. Yeah, oh, I think 11. Wow. Eleven, she said. Yeah, just family. She has a. She was one of twelve children, and um, I said, "So all of your brothers and sisters?" She said, "No, no, we have twelve. Two don't know Jesus yet." And uh, she said, "It it takes time." Wow. <laughs> and then she said, "You know my my the house I was raised in in Laos. She was from Laos. Um, my sister lives there." And it's now a house church. And um, I said, wait a minute, Lao is communist. Is your sister safe? And she said, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very nonchalant. And um, she said the police came for about a month. Uh, but after that, they didn't come again. So she thinks it's probably okay. Wow. We just never know. You never know. I love that story because, you know, um, so much of what World Health does is what we call planning churches where no churches exist and, and reaching the unreached. And you think of um, the investment Christians are willing to make in those type of projects and initiatives. And yet what you're doing right here in the red light district of, of Bangkok has that kind of ripple effect. Um other thing I like that what you said is about this this freedom night and I've heard it from you and then and even hearing it from some of the girls I've interviewed um, but it's not the typical things that are capturing them it's not the gifts and it's not the night off and it's not the chocolate even though that seems that it's a hit um, but what's really capturing their heart is Jesus Absolutely. and um, now I'm gonna get you the and um, I think uh, that speaks so much to the need and, and what their lives are like and, and that hope that they are craving. And, and yes, of course, they're human and, and they want all those um, comforts of life. But what they are longing for more than anything is uh, the love of a man. That won't hurt them, and um, and that that is so powerful to me, and and what makes this night uh, so important and so needed, and so I guess, um, what would you tell people who are going to hear this and, and see the videos and and are thinking about whether they want to get involved and give financially to make this night happen? What would you tell them?
this is all brand new information. And for me, sometimes I'm standing in the back of that banquet hall and I'm thinking, I just love her heart and passion, and I hope that you have learned a bit more about this issue and what we can all do to get involved. So for more information on Hello Freedom and to help impact the lives of 260 girls, go to hellofreedom.worldhelp.net. And don't forget to follow along on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Noelle Yates for more pictures and stories and videos. And until next time... May we all find ourselves awake and doing a world of good.